This is Life Transformation Radio. Prepare to engage. Seatbelt activated. Download initiated. Your quantum journey of transformation begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hi, I'm Rob Actis, best-selling author of The Law of Action, voice actor, business mindset coach, the podcast whisperer, and Mr. Action himself. Life Transformation Radio is heard on over 90 countries around the world. Thank you for joining us from all over. So if this is your first time joining us or you've been listening to Life Transformation Radio for some time, I want to personally thank you. Here at Life Transformation Radio, we are committed to share more about real life, love, the power of positivity, romance, and of course, laughter. We care about helping others find their internal drive and purpose. We celebrate life's challenges and overcoming them. Please rate and review Life Transformation Radio on your favorite podcast platform. We so appreciate it. And listen to us live on Mondays and Wednesdays with a special bonus episode on Thursdays recorded live on Clubhouse. A personal invitation from me to you, please join us on Facebook in the Life Transformation Radio community. On this show, my guests are amazing people who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of transformation. My guest today does just that. Elaine Powell and I discuss how to empower people to share their authentic stories for healing the world. If you want to learn to amplify your voice, your message, and your story so you can transform your mind and stand up and speak with confidence, this is the show for you. Elaine Powell is a professional speaker, peak performance and storytelling coach, founder of the Mind Speak Academy. She has spoken over 120 events, trained 30,000 plus people, delivered over 600 workshops in the art of peak performance and public speaking, and she at a TEDx event for the past three years. Elaine, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me and welcome to everyone who's listening. I'm excited to get into this conversation. Absolutely. All right. Well, so you have an incredible background. I want to start where it all began. How did you get to where you are today? Oh, my gosh, Rob. That's such a big question. I want to start where I feel is relevant for people listening and I, I had, a, you know, I was working in law for many years and like many people, I was good at my job. I was earning lots of money, but I just wasn't fulfilled. And so I took some, I took time off and I did a personal development course where the conversation was, if there was no fear, if you had no challenges, you had all the skills, what would you actually be doing with your life? And I really had to sit back and think, oh, my gosh, yes, life is so precious. And I, we work a third of our life. What would I really be doing? And so I sat quietly and I listened to my inner voice that always guides me. And it said, work with young people and have them transform themselves at a much younger age than you are. And, and that's what I did. I'm one of those people. I just jump in and I make it happen. So I... I I jumped into working with young people, but I didn't realize I was 
going to work with the most challenging young offenders in the country with uh, severe behavior issues. And I, I did that for seven years. And Rob, it was the most amazing experience ever. Um, just really understanding wow. human behavior, why, why we create a environment that creates young people who are locked up at 11 years old for rape, murder, um, or whatever you know activity they got up to, and wow. oh, it, 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 yeah, when you get yeah, when you get behind it, really, all they want is boundaries. They want to feel safe. They want positive attention, and they want love, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we've that in the them for uh, for seven years and then my little itch came again and that wasn't enough for me so I went off traveling around the world for a whole year I went to 18 countries in one year and it was the most amazing experience ever uh, and I think I've, I've you know some people will resonate with this that I'm that kind of decide commit and then I just make it happen I'm not someone who'll think about it too much I'll just go with my gut instinct and so when I came back I knew it just wasn't enough for me to do this job for somebody else because I'd been my own boss for a, a whole year I said when I said where and when I came back I thought you know what it's my life I feel like that song is my life it's my bon Jovi, baby. Bon <laughs> and Jovi. I <laughs> exactly I love it we and I, I was in yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, Bon Jovi. I'm sorry, my radio days just kind of like jumped in, got me all fired up. It's like, yes, love that song. Oh, yeah. It's my life, baby. Okay, I'm here. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, uh, and it's so important. You know, do what you love and get paid for it. So yeah. I started on that inquiry of what can, I, what can I do that I don't have to spend so much time studying and uh, you know, just I, I couldn't study I, at my age. I couldn't study, and um, I tried property, I tried network marketing, so many things, and then I I fell into speaking. As I say, a friend invited like, me to hey. Toastmasters. I'm not sure if you've heard it. You're like, yeah, have you yourself, heard of hey, I can talk. I can talk. <laughs> there you go. That's my thing. I can talk. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I no, even in I couldn't talk very well at that. Yeah, but a little bit of training, look at you now. No, a little bit of training. Now, just so you know, exactly. so uh, Elaine is in the UK, so there's a little bit of a slight delay. So, um just have to bear with this in there. The wonders of modern technology sometimes works, sometimes it doesn't, but she is here from the UK and I want to thank you for that. But yeah, no, a little bit of training and look at you now. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, so it hasn't been an easy path. I think whatever path we choose, we're always going to have roadblocks. We're always going to have something that stops us. For me, everything was working really well. For a couple of years, I was training and doing public speaking in workshops, and I was going into schools because I had a history of working with young people and delivering workshops on public speaking. But what I didn't realize, I fell into the trap that I was an associate trainer for another company. So in essence, they were employing me. I wasn't being my own person. And what happened then was the work started to dry up. I couldn't pay my mortgage. I couldn't pay my bills. 
And then to top it off, my kind of that devastating news that just, it knocks us for six. And mine was that I found out that I couldn't have children anymore. And I so wanted to be a mum. <laughs> I can feel I can feel the emotions now. And for a woman to be told that you're never going to experience what that's like to carry a child inside of you, to birth that child, to look in that child's face that's yours, that's from your DNA, it just stopped me, Rob. And yeah. I fell into like a state of depression. I fell into a state of depression. I was still working, but I just wasn't sharing with people. Um, and at some point, I really just did want to give up. And I've never had that in my life. I always wondered, why do people get depressed? What's wrong with them? Why can't they push through it? It's never going to be this way for too long. And right. I'm in a way, I went through that depression because I understand that when you're in it, sometimes... The, the, the theory and the sense, it makes sense. But when you're in it, you can't see a way out. And, you know, for whatever reason, sometimes people just want to give up. And I really, really did. But luckily for me, you know, God was listening. Life was listening and put an incredible friend in my path to say, Elaine, come on, we've got to shake you out of this. And I went to a personal development course. And I sat in that room and I looked at everyone around me thinking, oh, you're just as messed up as I am. <laughs> and uh, we listened to a conversation, a big conversation about what it was to be a human being. And I remember this woman came to the front of the room and she started sharing about all the incredible things she was up to in, in life, Rob. And she also couldn't have children. But I watched her being coached at the front to work through it. And what she saw for herself was that there's more to life than just having a child. There's life to transform. And when I heard her being coached, it was like I was being coached, sat in my seat. And I thought, oh, my God, I, I transform people's minds. I transform them in terms of sharing their stories. And I'm bigger than my reasons and my excuses. They're not going to yeah. be bigger than my dreams to transform people's lives. So I went through that. Yeah, there's something about there's something about transformation. There's something about being a catalyst for someone's life to be better. There there is a it's a it's a feeling that you can't can't describe um, as as someone who's been on many stages and, and wrote a book and and gotten feedback from people that have been impacted by my words. Uh, there is nothing like it. And as you know, I mean, it's. It's humbling to know that you gave your soul, your heart, your message, and it touched a life. And even if it only ever touches one life more, um, I knew I did good. Like when I wrote my book, The Law of Action, I just said, if it just touches one person's life, I'm happy. And it's touched a lot of people's lives. And it's very humbling and, and very, very rewarding, like really, really rewarding. And um, I'm so glad that you turned that corner and got out of your dark space to now, you know, really make a difference in the world and supporting people to share their message. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think one of the key things for me, it was 
taking full responsibility for my life. When I remember being coached and someone said, you know, you're responsible for your life. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I was at the mercy of my circumstances and my situations versus no, I'm more than my reasons and my excuses. I'm more than circumstances and uh, situations. And I can take full responsibility. If I take full responsibility that I've actually created my life right now, Absolutely. up until this moment, Absolutely. the power for me was, yeah, the power was that, okay, what else can I create? And for me, that was the turning point, being really responsible yeah. that I can create anything that I want in life. Anything. Anything. Like, that's the, that's the cool thing. And, you know, to go back to that, it's you are responsible for your life. Where your life is right now is all a reflection of where you made decisions to go left, to go right, to go straight. Every decision you made brought you to where you are in your life. So if you are incredibly unsuccessful, guess what? You did that. And if you're incredibly successful, you did that. The best part about taking responsibility for your life is you can be different make different decisions, and build up to where you want to be. And you own it. And that means that you're the driver of your car. You're the driver of you. And it's not about taking the blame and blaming yourself of like, oh, I'm such a loser, blah, blah, blah. No, it's an empowerment. You are responsible. You are in the driver's seat of your life. And the decisions you make have consequences. When you go in the direction of your flow, of your life's purpose, things happen so magically you can't believe it yeah it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow but once you swallow it and then you go okay all right let me take a deep breath as you said don't beat yourself up it is what it is no it's better to yeah. be it's better to see better to see it than not see it at all it gives you incredible power to know that if you got yourself into this mess you can get yourself out of this mess and it's a it's a freeing once you realize that it's incredibly empowering. And once again, it's not about blaming yourself. You don't get to blame yourself. It's just about, oh, these are the decisions I made. And, you know, it's kind of like as simple as this. It's Friday night. You went out to dinner. You, you decided to try something that had one-star review. And you went out there and you tried it and you had a terrible meal and it ruined your Friday night. Okay, got it. Your life isn't over. You're not to blame. You made a decision to go have dinner at a one-star restaurant. It was terrible. Ruined your night. That means <laughs> you have the power tomorrow night to go to a different restaurant. Exactly. I always end up talking about food somehow. So I don't know why, but I always talk about food. <laughs> yeah, food is good. It, it's, it feeds the soul. Chicken soup for the it soul. Does. That's what you are, Rob. There you go. I'm feed for the soul. There you go. Now, okay, so you, you got off of the blame game. You took responsibility for your life. And then how did things unfold? What happened? What are the action steps that you did? How did your life transform from that realization? This is where I get excited. Yeah, I, I, I think... Yeah, there's two key things that I feel that, um, or two big main things. One is my spiritual connection to God or the universe and that listening to the internal guide. When I quieten Absolutely. down that mind, the mind, the chatter of the noise in the head, and I really just yeah. listen 
it's always guiding me. It's always telling us where to go. So that was kind of the first thing, you know, just deepening my spiritual journey. And the second one is I did a personal development course, which is the one that helped me transform called Landmark Worldwide. And we had this big conversation. I went on one of their seven-month programs where it was about integrity. And integrity was really about not moral and ethical integrity, but about simplified being your word. Now, I thought I was my word in life. I say I'll do something to other people. And, of course, I, I, I do it. Or I'll do it a bit later. But what that really showed me going through one of their programs and then um, head coaching on, on their programs was that, you know, when we're not, when we don't honor our word, life doesn't work. And if things right. aren't working in your life right now, it's possibly because you haven't honored your word. You said something and then what comes up is your reasons and your excuses as to why you can't fulfill on it. And for me, reasons and excuses, the majority of them are just what we've made up and language is made up. Thoughts are just, uh, aren't, they're not, we have thoughts, but what we actually think about, it's not real. Real is when we take an action and we get some result. Like a pen is real because someone had a thought and if, if, they, if they didn't take an action, it would just be inside their head. So I, I started to really see that my thoughts aren't really real. It's what actions I take. That's actually really real. Because you can think, I, I can't do it, no, no, no. And then you just do it. And you go, oh, okay. See, my thoughts aren't real. And so I, I started to really be my word in my life. Because I was on this course and I wasn't being my word, Rob. Um, and the course wasn't working for me. Because I, I, gave my, I gave my commitment to agree to some agreements on the course. Turn up, do this, do that, do all these measures. And every time something came up, I would just make all these reasons and excuses why I couldn't do it. And I remember I was in right. the office once and my friend Peter said to me, oh, Elaine, my friend Peter says to me, Elaine, you're eating and you're not meant to eat in the office. And for me, it was such a simple thing. I said, yeah, I'm eating. And, and so what? And he goes, oh, no, there's something really disconcerting about that because we've given your word not to eat. And I said, you know what? I will do what I want to do when I want to do it. And he said, oh, Elaine. And I said, I was in the inquiry. I said, well, uh, um, Peter, why? What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And he said, you know what it is, Elaine? It's I don't trust you because I feel that if you and I were going on an expedition up Kilimanjaro, we'd have an agreement. But at some point, you're going to break your word to do what you want when you want to do it. And you're going to leave me high and dry. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I just didn't see that, how my word impacts other people. And so what I saw for me on this course was, and I think this is life uh, for me, Rob, life gives us a recipe. It gives us do this, put these ingredients together, bake, you know, mix the ingredients up, bake the cake. We're back to food here. Bake the cake oh, yeah. and you're going to come up with yeah. a lemon sponge cake. Yeah. But we don't do life like that. I wasn't, I wasn't doing the course like that. I was breaking my word left and center. So in essence, I think, okay, I'm going to bake the cake. But you know what? I don't want lemon. I'm going to put prunes in because I want to do it my way. I'm going to have sugar and flour. But actually, I'm going to put in some avocado. And then I bake the cake. And then I wonder why at the end I don't have a lemon sponge cake. Why? Because yeah. I haven't followed the recipe. I, have, I haven't honored my word. And as soon as I started 
honoring not only my word to other people, but really importantly, the word to myself. When I listen to my reasons and my excuses, I just do. And that's high performance. Yeah. A high performer is, is not is not swayed by their thoughts and their feelings. They're swayed by, am I taking actions to get myself this result? And I'll tell you what, Rob, when I started being my word to myself, I was more productive in one year than I'd been in 10 years. Absolutely. And you know what's so interesting about that? Well, you can, go ahead. You can just, so being your word starts the moment you wake up. So, as the narrator of Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning audiobook, I talk about mornings and mornings matter. Hal talks about that all the time. You have to have that morning ritual. And the one thing is starting your day with intention and purpose. So one of the things that I always do is I make my bed every day. I've been doing it for many, many decades. I've been doing it for at least 20 years. I've been making my bed because I wanted to start my day with purpose. Now, I didn't used to be a morning person. I used to wake up at 10.30 or 11 o'clock in the, afternoon, in the morning or the early afternoon. And because I would stay up all night, yet I still made my bed because I just felt like that was what I wanted to do. When people go to sleep, they need to have intention of waking up the next day and doing what they're going to do and be their word. And that starts with your alarm clock. If you set your alarm clock and your word is I'm getting up at 6 a.m. and you set that alarm clock, it goes off at 6 a.m. and you hit the snooze bar, that is a direct message to you that you are not being your word and you are not living in integrity. It's that simple. And it's those little things in your life that gives you your life. And that's what we talk about. You're responsible for everything in your life. Like, I agree with them. If you were eating snacks, that would know that I can't trust you. It's so important to be your word. In addition to being your word for others, for yourself. Like if you're doing an exercise regimen in your house and it says do this and you're committed to that, um, no one's going to know I only did 14 push-ups. You know. And that's so, so important. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always say it's not what you have to do that takes you out the game. I don't care how big your your task is, that isn't actually what takes you out the game. It's what you say to yourself about what you have to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. And so so you and I are in the same same training. (laughs) Yeah. From our prior conversation, I go, yeah, I have a think we have something in common. I had a feeling that's what it was. So, yeah. It's all about being your word and not getting caught up in story. However, you are a storytelling coach, which is kind of cool. Exactly. So I'm I'm very, I say you have to be self-aware so you can self-correct. Absolutely, you do. All right, so you, you made it to your training, and then where was the jump? Where's the transformation? Like, how did you get into... Being a peak performance coach, storytelling coach, professional speaker. I mean, you did the Toastmasters, but you elevated it because all of a sudden you then became um, the head of a TEDx event. That's a lot of work, and that's being your word, and that's, that's a big responsibility. 
Yeah, I didn't know how big it was until I actually jumped into it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Now I'm, wow, this is a lot of work. But I think it's that you might have heard, have you heard of Decide, Commit, Resolve? I'm sorry, one more time. Have you heard of Decide, Commit, Resolve? Love it. Have you heard of that? Uh, I never have heard of it, but I love it. It feels good. It just landed really nicely to me. So the law of action is based on decide, plan, and act. So decide, commit, resolve. I like that. Yeah. Uh, this is how most people get results in life. They decide on it. They commit. And then they just make, but they just make it happen. They, but the majority of people don't actually do that. They do it the other way around. They try and resolve it. They try and work it all out ahead of time. How am I going to do this? Is this going to work? And half the time, they talk themselves out of actually doing it with their reasons and then their excuses that they've just made up. And then the other half of the time when they go, okay, now I've decided to commit to it. Six months have passed. A year's passed. So your job is to do decide, commit, and know you'll just work it out. And I think that's how I've gone through life. That's how I went through the TEDx event. I just decided, I committed it, and then I just jumped in and I made it work. I made it work for three years and it was a lot of work. We had a team of 15, eight speaker coaches, 38 talks in total. But yeah, at the end of the day, it lives on and it still carries on and transforms people's lives. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what was your most favorite moment of being a part of your three years of having that TEDx event that you had the reins to? What was your most favorite moment? It might sound funny, but I think right at the end, (laughs) uh, when all the speakers, all the volunteers, and all the people involved came on stage and to get their round of applause. Because, uh, you know, as a curator, I'm running behind the scenes. I'm making sure the production is uh, working and everyone's coming on stage. You know, there's no hiccup. So I'm not really uh, present in, in the moment. I can just sit there and watch like an audience member. But I think at the end where you just see so much smiles and the audience standing and just people feel that they've accomplished so much because going through the process is actually quite challenging. It stretches a lot of people. They, I think people don't realize how much work it actually takes to get your idea and your message across in just 18 minutes. That's a lot. Yeah. It, you, it, yeah. That's, it's a lot of work because you have to get rid of all the, all the story and it's, it's the meat. It's the, it's the, not even just the essence, but it's all the, everything that you need and you can do it and you can you what you can take an hour speech and condense it down to 18 minutes because that's really all the time you have and it's powerful and it shows you what you're capable of doing yeah i would say with guidance i think it's quite challenging to give yourself feedback that's why everyone who's a high performer has a coach because <laughs> they, they see your blind totally spots. Agree. They see things that you just don't see. It's important to have a coach. Yeah. I have a coach. I have a few coaches, and, and that's one of the reasons that I, I attribute my success um, is having a coach. Magic Johnson has a coach. Tiger Woods has a coach. 
Um, it's very, very, very important. And you know what it does is it accelerates your path to success when you have when you have a coach. Mm, yeah. So, so how much do you so. empower people I, I think it, to share authentically? How do you empower people to share authentically? How do you do that? So firstly, to really get present to their why. Why are you doing this? And a why that's bigger than themselves. And, and that's the thing as a speaker. When you're, For me, one of the aims as a speaker is when you stand on stage, the you is that you disappears and you're a vessel for a message to come through. You're a vessel for a, a story to be channeled or whatever needs to come through. It comes through you and it comes through you versus your energy, your heart um, versus through your head. So the, the game is to have your internal dialogue disappear so that you can stand there and authentically just share from the heart space and not be inside your head. And, and that's a process. It's like everything. It takes time and it takes dedication and it takes mastery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned why, and you have done so much in this world. So Elaine, what is your why? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I, I know, right? Oh uh, yeah, I truly, truly, truly love people. And people will go sometimes, yeah, but you don't know me. And I say, yes, I do. I know your spirit. I know the essence of who you are as a human being. I know you want happiness. You want joy. I know that you want to live your life in in, in joy and inner peace. So my spirit knows you. I don't need to know all the ups and downs of your life, but I know you, spirit, and my spirit knows you. And I, I really want to transform people so that they can see that anything's possible in their life. I want them to, what drives me is for them to see their greatness, that it's not something that they have to go and search. It's already inside of you. It was inside of you when you were born, greatness. And in conversations that we have, you know, and the platform that you provide to people as well, Rob, is to help them get things that are just in the way of them stepping into that greatness. And so I yeah. do it by helping them to get past their mindset so that once they are, are, are leading from the heart, leading from that space, that then they can go and share their message and their story and whatever it is that they're called to, to share so that they can transform somebody else's life. So that's why I do what I do. Okay, Elaine, I'm going to go a little deeper. That was like your why for the masses. But what is your why? Like your deep, Elaine, why? Why do you get up in the morning? What drives you for you? I don't think anyone's ever asked me that question, Rob. <laughs> well, I'm asking. Oh, wow. For me personally. <laughs> yeah, for me personally, um, I think it's, I, I want to be in unison with something that's bigger than just myself. I, I want to be connected, so much connected with the, the universe, so much um, 
connected to to something that's bigger than me so that I can just be a vessel and just listen to uh, a power that's greater than just me and just listen to that voice and and be guided by it to to really make a difference in other people's lives because I, I live by a couple of quotes and the first quote is that I get my greatness when I enable others to get theirs and when I help enough people to get what they want I'll get what I want in return and what I want is that people are empowered in their life and that they step into their greatness mostly because I want that for myself as well to sit on my my deathbed and go oh my goodness what a ride what a ride what a ride what a ride so I yeah I, I just want to I, I love what I do and I, I want to carry on I love the life I live and I live the life I love mic drop that's a mic drop moment Elaine Thank you so much for being here today. Wow. That was great. Love it. Like so fast. All right. If you want to learn more about Elaine, you can check her out at ElainePowell.com. It's E-L-A-I-N-E, Powell.com. Also, where I met Elaine, on Clubhouse at Elaine Powell UK. And when you reach out to Elaine, let her know you listen to this episode of Life Transformation Radio. Elaine, all the way from the UK, Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I so appreciate it. And thank you for sharing that very deep why. Thank you so much, Rob, for having me. Thank you for uh, yeah, reaching across the pond, as we call it, to little old England. And thank you for, for the person listening. And I hope our conversation has made a huge difference in your life. But most importantly, take action. Amen. Well, thank you for your support and taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to Life Transformation Radio. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me, along with my special guest, Elaine Powell, to touch your heart, move your soul, and inspire you to live a life of transformation. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. This is Life Transformation Radio. Download complete.